Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. We have a big podcast here reacting to week two of the preseason for the Lions. A little bit of a rough first half, but, you know, good positive second half that we're drinking the Blue Kool-Aid on a little bit. Uh, but, man, yeah, a lot of talk about the good. Um, Derek Barnes, the bad. Uh, well, at least for me, Benaisul, you'll see that when you got the, the, the episode. Um, but, yeah, we're reacting to everything here. We got almost the whole crew. And also, I don't mention it at the end of the podcast, so I apologize, but our producer, Kid J, doing an awesome job. Um, we are very excited for the start of the season coming up soon. Um, and we'll be talking all about that in the podcast. So sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Drinkers, we are back recording on August 23rd, a couple uh, days after the Lions took on the Steelers in Pittsburgh. It was an interesting game to say the least, and we'll have all our reactions here. I'm drinking a blue Kool-Aid, but before we do that, let's go around to the blue Kool-Aid crew. We got four-fifths of the crew, so on Big Z, let's go around to the rest. We got Bob. Hello there. Rudd Dog. Yo. And UJ. I love Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. So, gentlemen, the Lions, uh, they go down uh, to Pittsburgh, or over to Pittsburgh, I guess, and uh, have a pretty atrocious first half, down 20 nothing. then rally um, in the second half a little bit, but come up just short, uh, 26-20 uh, to the Steelers. So, a lot, a lot to go on here in the first half, or uh, the, uh, the game as a whole, really. Uh Let's concentrate on that first half, though. Uh, what what stood out to you guys? Let's start with you, Rod Dog. What stood out to you um, in the first half of this game? Something bad, and that's Tim Boyle's play. Hmm. Do you uh, think it was? On, do you think it was on Tim Boyle, uh, or do you think? I I, I'll, I I guess I'll start with what is. Most I can say. To let me. me also give a premise. Uh, I didn't preface this because I didn't get to actually watch. I'm just reading everything, and it sounds like the dude was just firing all over the place and couldn't hit his receivers. So, yeah, that's the one thing that stood out to me the most. But I didn't get to see it. So there was so the thing that stood out to me most in the first half of this game is Panay Sewell. He played horrendously against a very good defensive end, Melvin Ingram. Completely, Melvin Ingram. It just wasn't Panay Sewell. It was also uh, Mac, our third string tight end, or battling for third string tight end. Uh, Melvin Ingram just pretty much dominated our entire offensive line the whole first half, and a big reason why we were failing. But uh, Penisuel's got a lot to go. Uh, I know he's 20 years old, and he hasn't played football in almost two years when we drafted him. But, man, uh, I mean, he was like a parking cone out there sometimes. It was rough to watch. He got his body tossed around. Uh, it was not. It was not pretty. This this is the first time I've been kind of concerned about our draft pick so far. Yeah, I, know I saw. Young, but I uh, saw a uh, tweet about that, and they're 
saying he was thrown around like a rag doll, and they showed like uh, some of the clips of him. But like you say, he is a young guy and switching positions, you know, so I wouldn't be too concerned at this point. Yeah, and he hasn't played football yeah. in two years, basically. And real football. So, yeah. We a little slack, a, a little yes. Slack I mean, there. he's a starting right tackle for us. So, I, yeah. I you can't get too much slack. I mean, he's going to be going against somebody like a Melvin Ingram every week, almost. I mean, Melvin Ingram's near the top part of the pass rushers for sure. But, uh, I mean, he's going to be – if they see that matchup, no one's going to line up against Taylor Decker. They're going to line their best pass rusher against Sewell every time yeah. if they see the, something like that. The important thing is that he takes these outings – no outings like this and improves on them. I, I think you're you're built you're you're getting a little excited about this, Big Z. I think it's nothing to to really Scott worry about too much. Yeah, I think they're just sandbagging, you know, to make uh, the other teams think that we're just horrible. <laughs> okay, I'm not well, saying I that. Certainly hope that's the case. I'm still drinking a blue Kool Aid on him in, the, in his like <laughs> long term career, but I think there's going to be a lot more ups and downs than people uh, expect for the seventh overall. Offensive lineman. That that's what I'm. Uh, I mean, maybe saying. Yeah, he he's definitely not immediately making that impact. It's we preseason, see, but uh, I'm, I'm still <laughs> right. not that worried. When you hear yet. about reports of Rashad Slater <laughs> looking uh, like like a seasoned veteran over in uh, San Diego, that's when it you know you just you think back and think. Uh, I mean, we'll be seeing what happens in the season, but uh, did the line make the right pick? We won't know because there are some people that had Slater. I'm not thinking that at so, all. I. I don't. I'm I'm, you're not thinking it, but other. I mean, I am. So I know you are. I think you're you're hitting the panic button a little soon on this guy. <laughs> I'm not hitting the panic button. I said everybody freak career, out. I still have high hopes. Take yeah. that button away from him. Take Drink it away. Kool Aid, man. Jesus. Put panic in Z. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, if you settle down. <laughs> there was a, there's just some concerning things, especially when uh <laughs> you know his, he didn't use any of the athleticism. He's kind of standing up. Uh, that that's that's what concerns me more what uh, that means is a good uh, week of practice where the coaches have a lot to work on with them so i certainly yeah, and, hope so <laughs> and uh and the steelers are they were like have their starting lineup out there and the lions had a bunch of backups and sewell and some rookies you know so i wouldn't get right. too worked up about you know no i, I know exactly. i know i know i'm, I'm there was this you know a couple pass rushes there that concerned me it's all stay with me big z Ooh, I, I, I never saw a I second game of the preseason get that much emotion out of somebody <laughs> yeah wow it's tense intense now i know why your mom wouldn't let you watch the games <laughs> when you're a kid oh man uh but this goes back to what oh, i was boy. trying to get to, i get get to i guess uh with rud dog's point about tim boyles that he was under a lot of duress in that first half so um, and, and, and like UJ was saying, or, or Bob, or whoever, whoever just said it, uh, with us. Yeah. I think Bob, you said it, uh, where we're playing with like half our starters out. Uh, so it's really hard to judge somebody. Cause then when David Blau comes in in the second half, he's playing third and fourth stringers and he looks, it looks like a completely, like he had actual time to throw in that second half compared to the first half for Tim Boyle. So it's really hard to gauge these preseason games sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Bob, who, what else stood out for you? Uh, maybe not even the first yeah. half, just the game over overall here. Yeah, well, like you said, Blau. I think uh, I think it's looking more like they'll probably keep three quarterbacks. Yeah, the, the way uh, things are going, because I don't think either of the backups have gotten like great looks yet. And uh, I think and, Blau's impressed, and I think they like um, Boyle's arm better. You know, he's got more of a cannon, but uh, a little more inaccurate. So. 
Yeah, that's going to be interesting if they keep three, though. It's going to mean that someone else, uh, roster spot, someone else is going to be gone. So it's going to be really curious. But I think there's a couple of bubble guys I'd be real interested in, like uh, Tom Kennedy, I think, just looking yeah. really yeah. good. This he's pre-season. definitely now, He's a guy, yeah, I'd love to see him make the team, but I don't know if he's the numbers are going to be there for him, you know? Right. Uh, I think he's oh. played well enough to uh, secure a roster spot, uh, up to this point at least. But, again, this is preseason. We don't get to see everything that goes on in practice. Uh, but he's definitely right. stepped up as much as he can. He, I think he's uh, 10th in receiving yards in the preseason out of the whole NFL right now. Uh, so definitely stepping up and doing what he can. Hopefully they uh, give him some go against uh, like yeah. some of the earlier in the game next week where he can play against some of the better players from the other teams. Definitely. See what he's really, really good hey, at. Did anybody hear it? Are they going to treat this like a, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? When, when they get to give the starters some significant time, there's going to be no starters at all, you think? <laughs> rehearsal really game? Anything that's I, yeah, I have no other. idea. I don't yeah, know if I can rehearsal even game. speculate on that. It just is what it is. Yeah. Well, normally, I mean, traditional, traditionally, they play a little longer, you know. Well, it would have been the, it would have been the third game traditionally, then the fourth game is all right. the yeah. trying to make the team. But, yeah, so I just, I'm just curious now with three-game preseason if they're going to use this as a rehearsal game. And because the starters really haven't so. done a whole lot, you know, and, and they're basically going to be going in cold into the season. If you think about it, golf has hardly seen any time. And I mean, they just really so, haven't done a lot. So, uh, as you mentioned that, UJ, um, August 31st is when the Lions need to make cuts to get to the 53 man roster. Um, breaking news actually on drinking the blue Kool Aid here. It won't be breaking by the time this airs, but it's breaking <laughs> right now as we record. Uh, the Lions cut have shedded their roster down to the 80-man roster, uh, which was the deadline was Tuesday, August 24th by 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, they cut P.J. Johnson, Darius Jennings, Javon Leak, Robert McCray, and Jordan Tiamu. Uh, so no, nothing notable there. Uh, so they cut it down to 80. Uh, so no, no newsworthy. Uh, Devi lives right to there. fight another day. Right, uh, for now. Yeah. He has buy. he has one more week as a lion, basically. So he, he yeah. better, he better uh, you know, like go to the – the equipment manager and grab a few more clothing items uh, before uh, you know he's kicked out of the building for good. Yeah, what did you guys think about that? Because uh, yeah. I remember the Red Dog and UJ were kind of confident or more in, up on him early um, with his body transformation and everything, but he still looks slow. The effort. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I know. I think the it, Kool-Aid's worn This was a yeah, horrible. I mean, I was hopeful. Horrible. He put in the effort. Uh, yeah. The thing I noticed was, <laughs> did you, so you guys all saw the play when he got Najee Harris, obviously broke the 46-yard run after yeah. catch. And and the thing that stood yeah. out to me on that play, well, two things. One, that Tavai ran him down and actually made the tackle 46 yards downfield. So he has speed. Two, he was so timid in his approach to and make the initial contact. Like he just kind of like runs up to him all gentle, and it's like an easy stiff arm. Like he should be bursting through this guy, and he just, just looks timid out there. So I, I think it's it's something in his head. I, don't, I mean, he's not the most talented guy, but I think he's not without talent, and I think he just looks timid out there even now, uh, with his you know last hopes fading. Yeah, and. and- Maybe maybe he's able to chase him down after a p- few people in front of him slow him down enough for him to catch up. But uh, 
I'm not going to give him too much credit on chasing him down really after missing the tackle initially, except for you know the, maybe the <laughs> hustle. But he's trying to make an NFL roster. Uh, yeah. But I mean his his ability to cover running backs and is just horrendous and doesn't fit in a modern NFL offense. And I think he he should be cut now. I mean, just maybe somebody picks him up for last week and he can somehow make a roster elsewhere because. I don't want to see him on this roster, honestly. I, it would be yeah, it'd be horrifying to see him out there in a regular season game again. On the other it's side of the bad. coin, it is uh, on the other side, Derek Barnes mm-hmm. yes. is, is impressed. I think oh, he's yeah. going to be a good addition. He he's a stud, man. He's so decisive and he's everything. Tobias is not. Really yeah, <laughs> right. I agree. Exactly. Exactly. He might yeah, be the steal he, draft, he, uh, he dropped a pick at oh, the yeah. at the goal line. That, that's the only uh, knock on him for this game, really. But yeah, but right, he was right, there right. to make the pick. How many times have we even seen that with a line, but he, linebacker? Did, yeah, Derek Barnes history. has the instincts that you want to see out of a linebacker. That's for sure. The, yeah, the thing that's really hard to teach. Oh yeah, is those uh, instincts. So yeah, and that's sure. Sure. Bobby, do you think he can be? Do you think he could be a starter? I, yeah, I Does think he, he start day one. Could be. It's a rebuild, yeah. you know. Why not? <laughs> I. Yeah, I mean, he's playing as good as anybody out there right now. It, if not, though, I, I definitely see he's gonna he's gonna get significant playing time until he's earned the starting spot. But yeah, he's definitely gonna play a lot for sure. Starting, I don't know, but, but I think he'll be one of those three down linebackers. He can cover. He, he can. He can rush the passer. He can make. He can tackle, and he just. So instinctive. It's so fun to watch. We haven't seen a guy like that in a while in a Lions no. uniform playing linebackers. So I think his rushing the passer ability is what's going to make him get on the field regardless of where he's ready in his overall game. That ability to time up the blitz and just fly into the backfield, that's a weapon right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so this this is, uh, you know, one more, since we're talking about the linebackers, uh Someone that did not have a good game was Jalen Reeves Maven. He got beat a couple times in tight end coverage. Uh, I again, sometimes it's hard to judge these games. Uh, like the defeat defensive scheme might be really simple. Um, there's a lot of probably miscommunication going on on the field, but there's a few times where Reeves Maven is in clear man coverage against the tight end and got beat pretty bad. Uh, so that that's not yeah. Uh, great, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I still think he makes a roster because he's nice. an elite special teams player. Jack Fox, by the way, another seventy-yard yeah, yeah. punt in this game. <laughs> the, the dude's got an absolute catch ridiculous. For a leg. He's unbelievable. When he man. flipped the field yeah, from like really the fifteen is, to the three of the other. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have Stafford anymore. We have Jack Fox is going to fill fill the seats. Yeah, watching the guy punt. <laughs> I wonder if they could put him back there. Can you punt it to your own guy like a pass? You know, I mean, he can he can pass like seventy yards down the field. To I don't know. It sounds that's a stupid idea. Never mind. This sounds like rugby or something. <laughs> yeah, I can boom it. Sounds like a different sport. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's change the game. Change the game. That should be our motto this year. We're changing. The I think game. that's the White Sox slogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Damn it. Anyways, <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. Um, someone that stood out to me as well in this game, and he's kind of come out of nowhere. A guy we didn't, didn't talk about really at all uh, for a while here. I don't think, think we mentioned his name, but he led the team in, with eight tackles in this game. Is slot cornerback A.J. Parker. 
undrafted rookie free agent out of Kansas State. Uh, he didn't miss any tackles in this game. He started both games so far as the slot corner for the Lions. Uh, so that is a name absolutely to watch out for um, to make the roster on the 50 uh, when they when they cut it down to 53 guys at the end of August here. The guy. Yeah, that's a good good catch. Z. Yeah, he did. Play he, well, he played thought. really well. And the only guy he's really competed with him is Nicole <laughs> Roby Coleman, the guy that they signed recently um, from the Saints. Uh, but he has Roby Coleman. I don't think has played yet for us in the preseason here. But AJ Parker doing it he can to make the roster with his uh, opportunity for sure. And uh, by all counts in camp too, he's looked really good. Um, really good communicator. Gets in the right spot at the right time according to his coaches. And uh, Derek Barnes is also quoted saying that guy's been on top of it since day one. So absolutely a guy to uh, you know look for his name uh, to make the roster as of right now. Things could change. You never know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, very surprising. You don't see guys like that too often uh, kind of pop out. Yeah. You know, it's just really fun to see the effort from these guys uh, trying to make a team, you know. And that's the part I think that gets overlooked a lot. You know, no matter wh whether these guys are good enough to make it or not, these guys are busting our ass out there playing, you know. And, uh, you know, it's just you got to give them credit. I know it's easy to hear to bash him. He played like shit and all this stuff. But, you know, these guys are trying their ass off, man. And they're really trying hard. And, uh I, I just I admire the effort and and, it, and it's kind of sad when the cuts come around, deserve it or not. And uh, I just want to give these guys credit for what they do. That's all. It's, but it's, I mean, imagine yourself in that situation trying to make an NFL roster, man. It's just, it's so hard. It's so hard, man. You got to be so good. So, uh, you know, I just I just want to say that just for no matter what happens with the guys out there, you know, they gave it their best and hopefully you know they'll land somewhere else. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all. Just one. Just throwing uh, kudos in for the effort because uh, an A for effort really is something yes. to watch these guys. Hey, uh, A for effort. Can I bring up sure. another guy? Absolutely. Uh, this is different position. We're jumping around, but uh, uh, your yeah, guy I've been jumping around for a while. Brock there. Wright. Brock Wright, the tight end. Mm. I I was surprised. Yeah. That guy's really fast. I didn't know he's so fast, and they didn't use him as a pass yeah. catcher in college. But apparently, uh, that's a in a secret part of his arsenal that they haven't unleashed. So. I think he might make the team. Yeah. He might make the team. He's, well, I depend on what you read from people. Cause I thought he looked good in that game too. He made a real nice play in the second half there too. Uh, nice pass play, but uh, yeah, uh, he's not favored to get the spot. Apparently they're but, talking about keeping three tight ends and at least Matt I don't looks know. like the favorite, but <laughs> yeah, he does look good. He's going to be well, tough. His blocking is hor horrible. Uh, he, <laughs> again, is, I don't know if you saw the, his yes. attempted block on, uh, Melvin Ingram it was there we were on our own 10 yard line and he pretty much put like a feather of a hand touch on him as he slanted inside it was clearly his guy completely whiffed on him and let us like pretty much almost get a yeah. safety on a run then why are on a running play then why are these pundits pushing yeah. him so much it, it seems like he seems to be the favorite by most of the yeah. pundits out there well yeah it's because he worked with Campbell it. before he has experience with Campbell in New Orleans and that's that's what gives him the edge but I think Brock might beat him out well, just yeah. on the way he's playing. That's yeah. He he looks the part too, man. He's yeah. big dude. <laughs> he got me on the Brock big. right bandwagon. I didn't think it was gonna happen. <laughs> and Notre Dame, wow, Notre Dame, right. not wow. throwing. Uh, besides uh, uh, Jeff Samarja, they really don't throw to tight ends that often in their offense. At least in the past few years. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Samarja so was a wide right. receiver. I don't know why I was thinking tight end. Like, uh, Cole Komet. Yeah. 
Cole Komet. Right, but they they don't like they don't put up like crazy stats in that offense by any means. They're usually blocking tight ends first, receiving second. Yeah, especially especially when they play Michigan, they can't move the ball at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Elise Mack, I I can see the oh, appeal a little buddy. bit only in terms of uh, he had a couple plays in this game where he uh, his run after catch is really good because he, he is a big guy and he's hard to take down. Like he fought for a first down on one pass, uh, a tight end screen. He broke a few tackles to get a few extra yards to get the first down. So I can see somewhat of the appeal there. But his blocking looks, uh, at least from this game, horrible. Uh, no- noteworthily terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And he did say, like, guys you assume will make it won't necessarily make it. So I think it's, it's open competition yeah. in all these spots. So. Yeah, you know, there may be some surprises out there <laughs> when those cuts come. <laughs> that's a that's a Zach's Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach. Uh, the other yeah, tight end in this game that did not play well was Darren Fells. He had a, two holding penalties at a false start, uh, and all within a quarter. <laughs> it was a really bad quarter for him. He'll still make the roster, but just somewhat notable. I, I was like, who is number 80? I, I, I forgot it was Fells. I'm like, this guy, I don't even know if he's going to make the roster with all these, but then I saw his Fells. <laughs> like, oh, maybe he's still okay. <laughs> yeah, I think they know what he is. I don't think he's auditioning so much for this. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um, another interesting uh, guy to watch in this game was Will Harris. He made some good plays, and then he made some horrible plays, including a 43-yard <laughs> pass to Deontay Johnson over the top. Okuda looked like he was looking for help, and Will Harris was about three steps too late to provide it. Um, and that's why the pass is completed. Again, this is preseason. I don't know what defenses they're calling out there. They're probably super basic, uh, but the play was also super basic. It was just a – go route down the field. There's no pump fake or anything. Uh, so I don't know if that was on Kuda or Harris. It looked like it was more on Harris, though, based on kind of how the coverage looked. Uh, but Will Harris, he, he made some good decisive plays and then some uh, not so much. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it'll, it'll still be interesting to see what happens at that safety spot. I don't know if Will Harris can hold on to it for the rest of the season. He doesn't have much competition, which is part of the – problem maybe here yeah. as well yeah you know it's so hard to judge these games because there's no consistency like playing multiple plays in a row you know you, you get in a groove you get in a you know anyway they have no chance to do that they're out there for such a short time trying to make an impact you know but what i'd like to see in a you know real regular game situation when these guys get to you know get some pattern going, you know, and get some consistency. It'll be fun to watch, but uh, it's really hard to judge on these games, man. It's just so hard. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I, don't, I just don't want to read much into these preseason games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, since we just keep jumping around to players, let's go back to defensive line. Um, Levi Wunzerike, we saw him out a lot more in this game. And – some good and some bad, at least for me. Uh, I, I think I saw him on a lot of uh, reporters' uh, positive lists, but there was also I, – I saw some negatives, but it's probably just from a rookie perspective. Uh, so, Levi and Wuzureke, first of all, let's go to the positive. Let's drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, disrupted a lot of plays, especially in the run game. You saw him pushing some guys back uh, in the backfield and being disruptive, just like we are we are hoping to see out of him. And But I still think he's a little – he's absolutely a little raw. I mean, he's a rookie. 
But there were some plays where he stood straight up and got blown back five yards too. So I don't want to give him a hundred percent like credit for this game, but definitely a noticeable guy. And like, there's a lot to work yeah. with there. And it was really exciting to see him out there. Uh, I know he's worked with some sore back issues, but at least it wasn't a. I don't know if you guys saw the the Bears second round pick Tevin Jenkins is having back surgery and he'll be out Ooh. possibly for half the season if not the full season. Uh, wow. so that that's rough for a second round draft wow. pick. And I th- I thought when I heard Levi yep. Ruzereke was out of practice with back soreness, I was like, is he going to go the way of Tevin Jenkins? Luckily, that is not the case. It was just a, truly what it was soreness, and he's been out there and he looked uh, explosive at times. Yeah, I heard he played really well. Yeah. So First, really- Lions, Lions second round draft picks don't always uh, make a difference anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> historically, no. <laughs> Tease Tabor still uh, fighting yeah, for a roster true. spot on the Bears. So this is he really? Going. Yeah. Wow. Well, remember he was on the practice squad last year for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Titus Young will always have a place in my heart. So. <laughs> Hey, what do, what do you guys think of the running back situation? You think uh, Igwe BK made an impression? Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I saw out of him in this game okay. wasn't really a product of a great running back necessarily. Uh, there were some lanes that were wide open that he should have made the play on. Uh, it's no fault. I mean, he, he's a, you, you got to go what's given to you, and it's a great hole, yeah. But I, I just didn't I, – I, I don't know enough about him. That, he's that he's he on a mission from God. I know that mission <laughs> from God to play running back. So yeah, that's, that's true. We'll see. I told him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Blasphemy. Oh, Hey, I do have to say one other guy that stood up to me. I, I gotta mention Logan Stenberg, baby. I'm telling you, this guy plants people in the ground. He's in the run game. It's really, it's really fun to watch him. If he, I don't know if he, I key on him sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, well, I think he makes know, the squad for sure. He's kind of like my guy. Oh, I definitely think he makes a squad, but he made a, a nice pass block on, on one play in the second half, one on one with a defender coming through, and uh, it was really nice. Uh, quarterback was able to step up, and and I, I watched him on some of the run plays, and he was just burying guys in the ground. It was it was pretty fun to watch. So I think this guy's maybe not this year, but uh, this guy's got a lot of potential. I really think so. So I'm again, I'm talking him up, my right. guys. Yeah. I hope he works out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rud Dog, you want to throw something extra in there? Oh, I mean, just more on the running backs. As far as Ikubuke and all that, like it's just stiff competition there for that third running back spot. Right. Uh, Reynolds and Jefferson. I, I don't. It's really hard to say where this is going to go. You think Jefferson probably has the inside lane as the draft pick, and he hasn't exactly misstepped. But Reynolds is showing up with, with a um, hat on fire, getting after it. I think it's Jefferson for sure. I, so, I agree, but yeah. we saw him in this it's game. hard to ignore decent. Reynolds. Jefferson looked decent in this game. Uh, no, like I said, he hasn't up. misstepped. He's playing well, but Reynolds is coming out leading the team. And granted, he's getting the final like quarter stuff, but like, I'm just saying, the guy has looked exciting and and at least it makes you give a moment of pause when you're making cuts. Absolutely. Reynolds is the highest rated uh, running back per PFF out of the second week of the preseason for what it's worth. Uh, the guy falls forward. That's what I like about him. You know, if he if he gets hit, he at least he gets a couple of yards out of it every time. Um, is he your, yeah. your new yeah. Zach Zenner? Is he your new Zach for Zenner? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he, he didn't lead. He hasn't led the preseason uh, yeah. in rushing yards, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> he wasn't the preseason. He hasn't. He's not the preseason yeah. MVP yet. He's got one more game, but uh, he's not quite at that level. Not not quite at that elite level yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me throw in another <laughs> random player. Uh, the uh, the um, the Scott Daly era is is starting now. Uh, Don Mulbeck's gone. The new long slapper. So oh. seventeen yeah, wait, years. We, we didn't even we didn't even get the chance <laughs> hey. to talk about that in, that po- in the podcast. And I'm gr- and I'm Good glad you brought out. that up. Good shout uh, out, Bob. Don Mulbeck, gone. Uh, oh yeah, I, I missed Lions. last podcast. I couldn't remember when that happened, but yeah, yeah, it happened between our our last <laughs> podcast and this one. It, it happened a few days ago, like before the preseason game, so it kind of yeah. caught us off guard. But well, I'm you just said he up. was the last guy from the the championship team in the fifties, but he's he's gone. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's the last yeah. of the Bobby Lane curse. I really like it too. The, so, the Lions had a whole like about, bur- a locker room celebration for him on his 40th birthday. They like brought in a rocking chair, big lights, uh, a few gifts, <laughs> and then an hour later he gets cut by the Lions oh for the first time in his career. <laughs> I know. I lo- and then Campbell's like, "I'm such yeah. an asshole." He says he he's like admitting he's an asshole. I thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> And they pretty, were teammates too. You know, <laughs> kind of, uh, yeah. that's even crazy. I know they were. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but hey, shout out to Mulbach, man. I mean, what a career! Seventeen man. years. Fantastic. Fantastic. What do you think about the owner saying he's one of the all-time Lion uh, greats? <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> Accurate. He obviously is. That's how thin the bench is on the Lion greats. <laughs> hey, when you're great, you're great. It doesn't matter what position you play. Right? I'm kidding. I love the Lions. <laughs> yeah, but I know. Yeah, but 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 this kind of says something about the Lions' history, though, because I, I saw one of those things. You know, the greatest players of all time through the years and different teams and stuff. And like five or six of the guys represented by the Lions were all punters. You know, like no, they're not like other positions. <laughs> we had a lot of good punters and <laughs> yeah. over the years. And I guess we'd have good long snappers too. Maybe that's why we had and good, good kickers. Because we had good long snappers. Maybe. So he's yeah, one of the greats. That's hey uh, Z. That's like when. Uh, Remember the White Sox had a pitcher. I can't remember his name now. He used to bring his son to practice. And then uh, they told they told him he couldn't oh, yeah. bring his son around anymore. Oh, it wasn't a pitcher. Uh, Adam, La- Adam LaRoche. Yeah, Adam LaRoche. And then uh, Adam LaRoche. Chris Sale said, we lost a leader out there when the kid was gone. <laughs> Adam Eden said that, to be, to be uh, specific. Oh. But, uh, but, yes, it was very strange. <laughs> anyway, One not to be in baseball. Uh, but <laughs> That was... Random uh, fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Very random. Uh, but uh <laughs> um I I uh yeah, it just it, it it'll be weird not to see Don Mulbeck out there snapping. We're just so we've been so used to it for so long. It'll yeah. be a little, yeah. uh, little odd to see him. But apparently uh he just was really slow getting downfield. Uh it was time for him to go. And that, and now you don't have to pay the veteran uh minimum on the salary now it's a, a rookie minimum so there's that factor too especially when you're trying to rebuild you're trying to save as much money for future free agency so it's not it's not a shocker uh and and we've seen a little shaky uh a little bit of shaky snaps from him the past year and a half i'd say yeah we have so to be fair to be fair he was not his perfect self as he usually was and it was starting to be noticed. Right. Right. Um, so, I, I th- and uh, Rudd Dog, just getting back to receiver, I, th- I do think Quintez Cephas, I, I, I know I was, I've was i been saying that he's uh, maybe on the bubble coming in here, but I 
I think he's uh, securely on the roster uh, going forward. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who that six. We were saying Tom Kennedy, Khalif Raymond appears to be able to make the roster maybe just because of his returning ability. Uh, well, I haven't seen many good returns of the Lions special team so far this offseason. Um, True. <laughs> it, it'll, it, we'll, we'll miss Jamal Agnew out there, I think, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it will. The three quarterbacks, I just full circle. Uh, I know we've been saying we think they'd be carrying two for a while, but with recent comments and stuff from the Lions, it looks like they will be doing three. But I think a lot of teams in the NFL will be doing three. And I guess I didn't consider it until uh, recently. Is that the well COVID protocols? You kind of need three quarterbacks because one goes out, you're going to need another one immediately <laughs> to fill that. So I, I I think a lot of teams in the NFL are going to be carrying three uh, quarterbacks. But who's the number two, if you're in your opinion right now? I, I guess Blau. It could go either way. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm definitely yeah. leaning that way I right now. Too. To be honest, me too. Yeah. I think he has more mobility to make something that. happen. And but we got that. That's why I lean towards him. Did you? Well, I know he was running against scrubs in that second half, but man, he looked pretty mobile. <laughs> he, he ran for like three first downs and was moving in the pocket well and stuff. So I don't know. Don't don't we have that no, XFL kid now? Uh, oh, he was the guy. Oh, I thought I, okay. yeah, cut. <laughs> he was around for a while. Oh, Tiana. Oh well, he gone. Wow, what a blistering performance! <laughs> uh, he might have got a couple practice throws in. That, that's uh, and then and during practice this week, that's all. That's all he ever did. Um, and that's all, kind of his NFL career uh, in and out. But uh, I think there was one other name I wanted to mention mm-hmm. that we didn't get to yet. Uh, Evan Brown. He played every offensive snap in this game at center, uh, so he looks like he is positioning himself to be the emergency center in any in a situation that Ragnow uh, goes out, and he played pretty well in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he he held his own, uh, didn't make That's too many good. mistakes out there by all accounts. It's it's really hard to watch, uh, even on when you're watching a condensed game, the the offensive lineman at times, unless there's something very noticeable like Sewell getting beat like a parking cone. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> That I didn't bring up earlier at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know we got to remember they're yeah, running base stuff too. They're not they're not doing anything. You know, I mean, I, I think Big just, Z has PTSD. I'm still on, on the Sewell train. Sewell don't this game. Let my comments here uh, diminish. diminish yeah, early hanging optimism on, for him in the future. You're like that guy, <laughs> like on the back of the train, trying to catch it. Your one hand is yeah. on. You're just like hanging on. You're, you, you know, Big Z actually like. I, from everything I've read, like, yeah, he had a mixed outing, but like, you're the first, like, real source I've been like, who's been like, really like blowing this up. I'm like, you might be the leader. You might be the engineer of the, the I think so. train. <laughs> I'm still drinking a Kool Aid on him. All right. Don't worry about it. I think you uh, need a fresh okay. batch. We'll, we'll take your word for I'm it. Still... <laughs> yeah, you might want to. Yeah, one went stale a little. Bit. But I will be very <laughs> concerned on Sundays in the future uh, when I see a, a guy of Ingram's caliber lining up across from him, uh, going and going in one-on-one situations. Uh, Do you I, think it's going to be uh, um, Sewell compared to Justin Fields' career? You know, because we could have gotten him. I mean, I'm not sold on know. Fields. Oh, I'm no. just curious. There's a lot oh, of hype boy. around him. I, I don't. One. I'm happy we got Sewell myself. I, <laughs> I'm so glad. Well, we I, I, I can't. I, I think the Bears have bigger problems than Fields. I think their offensive line is 
one of the worst in the NFL, so it'll be hard to judge Fields. But that that's a different uh, conversation, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why he'll probably play because he runs faster than <laughs> Dalton. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying a Bears pod. So <laughs> it's in the know. division. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. Good point. Um. Good point. So. What are we looking for in this final preseason game here? Uh, let's go to you first, UJ. What are you looking for in this final preseason game coming up for the Lions? Oh, boy. I, I Like I said, I'm not sure if this is going to be a dress rehearsal. Or there's going to be another he's going to make the team kind of deal. But uh, I hope it's a dress rehearsal, at least for uh, like a quarter. I would like to see that. I'd, li- I'd like to see the starting unit out there for a series or two, at least, and just see what they can do together. And uh, just, just to get their feet wet a little more before the first game. So, uh you know, I'm not. I don't care if they win or lose. It really doesn't matter because in the end, it's it's still just a glorified yep. scrimmage. But uh, yeah, I just want to see the, the starters get a couple of good series and uh, let's get the season on, baby. That's all I. Can yeah, say. It, and it's weird that they're playing. Uh, so the game's Friday, August 27th. Um, the Lions are hosting at six o'clock. The game will not be on national TV. It'll only be on local TV this time. Um, six o'clock Central. That is. And then they don't play again until September twelfth, so it's like a long, uh, a long layoff between the final preseason game and the uh, first game it of the is, season, yeah, which is interesting. Long. This is the first time that's happening with the expanded regular season. Uh, but let's go to you, Bob. What are you looking for? It's uh, kind of frustrating. Uh, at least, yeah, pretty, thing? pretty much the same thing. I'm, I'm looking. I'd like to see the uh, starters get in there for a couple series, and then. Uh, just want to see these players play their asses off and try to make the roster on these uh, these bubble guys like Quintez Cephas. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. yeah, but, yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, I don't think the game will be that interesting. Uh, what about you, Rud Dog? dog? Yeah, Rud Dog. <laughs> I mean, you guys pretty much nailed it, you know. Maybe I'd like to see some flashes. I'd like to see maybe Swift get in there for just a little brief instant, give us a little taste before the season. But, uh, yeah, he's (laughs) – yeah, I really don't care. He can not play at all. But, you know, I just want – I can't wait to see him play. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, see good efforts from everybody. Maybe see a – an improvement from Penny yeah. Sewell so Big Z can <laughs> rest easy. I was, you, um, that was my one thing. Right? That was definitely my one thing. I like to see uh, him t- learn some lessons from this past game and apply it. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll tell you, preseason, man, it's like you get jacked up because the Lions are going to go play, and then you see the game, and the games are just usually so right, dread, really right. bad. I mean, just like, God, you're just like, it's just, God, it's like, please get this over with, man. <laughs> Let's get to the real stuff. It's this like a terrible. ghost of football. It is just <laughs> so awful. Uh, it really is. I mean, just to be totally honest. That's why you got to bet on so it. You got to bet on it. Make awful. it interesting. <laughs> are you oh, kidding? God, no. I was – I. Like I here's an instance. Like away. I was uh, yesterday. The Browns were playing the Giants. Uh, this was a, it's a Sunday afternoon game, and I bet the over of thirty four and a half. And there was thirty points scored in the game with the and the Giants got the ball with a two minute drive left. And I was on the edge of my seat watching the game. They did not score. I lost the bet. Of course, that's what I get for betting on a preseason NFL game. But uh, but it still oh made the goodness. game way more interesting <laughs> than if I didn't bet at all. I probably wouldn't even watch or, care, or caring too much. So. 
Yeah. <laughs> totally looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, they'll, I mean, so Lions again at six o'clock um, Central. They are hosting the Indianapolis Colts. That's on Friday. They are one of four games that night. Um, and then it's a couple weeks off before the regular season starts. So a lot of uh, a lot of excitement to come up. And then after that, twenty seventh, they'll have three days before making their final roster cuts, which I'm sure we'll react to here on Drinking a Blue Kool Aid, True Lions podcast. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on. A lot of reaction. We went over a bunch of players in this episode, both the good and the bad, and a little bit of the ugly. But we uh, we still drink the blue Kool Aid here, even d- despite maybe some oh, yeah. uh, of my concerns at Sewell. Uh, I still drink the Kool Aid. We all yeah. drink the Kool Aid here on the podcast. <laughs> still, that's for sure. So, Instagram drinking blue Kool Aid, Twitter at drinking lions, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe. Please leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. That's for damn sure. Uh, so, thank you. And please say a prayer for Zach. Because he's so tense about Sewell. Say a prayer, so for, say a prayer, say a prayer for, for Sewell, you, you mean. Oh, yeah. No, I'm more worried about Same. you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> pretty confident in Sewell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We really, we really appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to talking mo- and reacting to the last preseason game next week. But last but not least, as always, Go! 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 Lions! Yeah! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock! Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.